0: Hello and welcome to the 38th episode of the Fuel for Life podcast. My name is Bogdan Kipko, and this is a podcast dedicated to fueling your faith in the one who gives faith. And I am convinced that whatever fills your mind will inevitably fuel your life. And so my goal is to help you realize the promise of God's gospel for every part of Your life. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I really appreciate it. If we're not yet connected on social media, let's do that. So connect with me on Snapchat, Twitter, Periscope, Facebook, Instagram. And to find all these links in one convenient location, just go to my website, fuelforlife.tv, fuelforlife.tv. I'm super pumped about this particular episode. I believe it's going to bring much value to your life. And I believe that it is going to be the start of an excellent conversation that followers of Jesus absolutely must have if we want to remain faithful to the mission that God has called us to do. So without any further delay, let's get right into today's episode. The title of this particular podcast is 7 Reasons You Need to Stop Dating Different Churches. And this issue has been on my mind for a while, and I've wanted to talk about it for a while, and I believe that... Today, I'm going to provide value. At the same time, I think this is going to be a great conversation starter. Whatever spectrum you fall on, whether you're somebody who's committed to a local church, whether you're shopping around for a church, or whether you go to four different churches on any given Sunday, I think this is going to be something that is going to make you think. I hope to ruffle some feathers. I hope to make you think. I hope to stimulate your mind in a way where you will have a clear understanding and a clear picture of what your particular personal mission is in a local church. And so a lot of people attend a large mega church on Sunday, and when I say mega church, I mean a church that's over 500 people, maybe multiple campuses or multiple locations. And so people attend a mega church on Sunday, but because of the magnitude of the church, they're not able to connect with people there for whatever reason. And so what they do is they go to a smaller church community during the week to get the feel of community. So people say, I love the preaching, I love the teaching, I love the performance, I love the whole experience of a large mega church. but during the week, I'm not going to participate in anything that my large megachurch is proposing for me to do. I want to connect with a smaller church and a smaller community during the week to get that authentic community feel. And people say it's the reason for this is that it's easier to get connected in a smaller church and it's just pastors or people are much more accessible. And so why am I saying in this podcast that you need to stop dating different churches? What's wrong with this kind of approach? Well, I want to give you seven reasons today. So reason number one is that there is a disconnect with actual community. So, what happens is when a person goes to mega church on Sunday and then they go to a community group or a small group during the week that is put on by a smaller church, they can't connect with what's going on there because they're not involved in that smaller church. And so there happens to be a tension. And so, if a person goes with their family to a large mega church on Sunday, And then they want to get that authentic community in a smaller church context in a community group during the week. When they come to that community group, yes, the community group leaders are going to be loving. Yes, they're going to be accepting. Yes, they're going to be happy that those people are there. But the excitement and the energy and the pulse that the people of the smaller church have won't necessarily be translated to the people that are coming to visit that small group because they're not part of the smaller church. And so the the, the smaller church community group is going to be talking about a sermon that was preached on Sunday about an event that's coming up, about a building that they're moving into, or a whole host of other different things. And then the person who didn't go to that church on Sunday, they just cannot connect. It's just difficult for them to connect. So imagine if you have five or six people from the same church in a community group, and they're having a grand time, and then two or three people come who go to a mega church, and the other five are like, hey, I can't wait until this event is happening, or hey, I'm so glad that God is moving in their church. The people who are part of the mega church who are not part of the church community that's the smaller one, they're going to have a difficult time connecting. And so there's a tension that happens there. I'm sure it can work in some environments, but I personally think that it won't. And so I believe the resolution to this is that whether you're part of a big church or a small church, be part of one local church and stop dating the church. It's very simple. And I'm not uh, pitting a small church against a large church. I love large churches. I love small churches. I think the best church is a healthy church. That's what's important. So number one, there's a disconnect with actual community. Number two, there is a lack of respect for the hosts. Here's what I mean by that. And I'm going to use an analogy for this one. Imagine that you invited guests to come to your home and you've prepared a meal for them. So you've bought the food, you've prepared it with your spouse, you've done a lot of preparation, you've cleaned the home, you made sure that it's flawless and you're awaiting get for guests to come over. Now imagine if your guests decided not to show up after you've done all the preparation. They just decided not to show up. Maybe they told you about it, maybe they didn't tell you about it, but the fact remains that they did not show up. So you went through all this trouble of planning and preparing and prepping everything, and then the people who you invited basically don't show up. That's a lack of respect for the hosts. Now, what if the same people, not only they did not show up to the meal that you prepared for them, but they went to another restaurant before your home? They went to a Chick-fil-A or whatever other restaurant you have in your area. And when they come over to your home, you're so pumped. You're so excited. You got the meal ready. You got the dessert ready. You got everything ready. And then the person's like, oh, you know what? I'm not hungry. I already ate somewhere else. Well, no one likes to feel that way. And so regardless of whether you're in ministry, whether you're a pastor or a leader or a community group host, whether you're just someone who attends the church and is very faithful to the church, no one likes to feel that way. And so that often happens in the lives of people who are not committed or connected to one particular local body of Christ. This is why it's so crucial to be connected so that you don't create this kind of tension. It doesn't mean that people will need to turn away people who are part of other churches. No, it's not about turning people away. It's about having a proper mindset. It's about not having a consumeristic mindset where you're constantly thinking, how can I get served? What group can I go to where people are going to serve me and think I'm amazing? We need to get into the mode of what Jesus did when he came to seek and to save that which is lost. When he came, when he himself said that the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and be a as a ransom for many. That's the model of Jesus. And so I know that pastors in local small churches and large churches, they encourage people to be committed to stick to one place. Number three, there is no accountability. What happens is if you go to a larger church on the weekend on a Sunday, and then you're part of a smaller group, community group during the week, This is going to provide a lack of accountability because you won't allow or you don't allow people to speak into your life because they don't know much about your life. If you've been going to church for a while, or if you were new to church, you know that Sunday is a day when a lot of community happens. Yes, there's a service that's an hour and a half or 90 minutes or two hours, depending on your denomination or depending on your church, but a lot of community happens before the service and after the service, and that's a good thing. So if you're going to a mega church simply for the service experience and you're not having any community with people outside of that and you're going to a small group of a smaller church during the week, the the small group hosts of the smaller church don't really know what's going on in your life, and so if they don't know what's going on in your life, they're going to have a they're going to have a less of a propensity to, to speak into your life, and so there's no accountability. And a lot of people are afraid of this word accountability, and I think there's nothing to be afraid of. Somebody speaking into your life so that you could live well in your life. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing because most community group leaders that I know, whether they're in a large church or in a small church, they are so passionate about helping people become all that God has created them to be. And so if you are dating ch- different churches, I believe one of the reasons is because you don't want to be held accountable to anyone. And that's not the right way to follow Jesus. Number four, there's a lack of responsibility. And so what happens when you're dating a church you're a visitor every single time and most likely you're not gonna be asked to get involved or to become responsible for something. At our church, we say to people, if this is your first time, don't feel pressured to do anything. Don't if you want to tithe, great. If you don't want to, you don't have to. We don't want to make visitors feel awkward. We in our in our church at Forward Church, forward.fm, if you want to check it out, we don't even have a time when during the service, we don't ask people, hey, greet one another simply because it's, sometimes it's awkward. People sometimes just want to come to church and they're not ready for this kind of authentic community. And that's completely fine. We need to let people grow the, at their own pace and provide a comfortable environment for that. And so when a person is dating different churches, there's no responsibility because you're not committed to one local church. And I believe that when a person takes responsibility upon themselves, it shows a huge demonstration of commitment. I remember this just happened recently where somebody in our church who's brand new to our church, they want to get involved, they're super pumped, they want to get plugged in and so they even requested to get a day off of work in order to participate in one of our ministries. That's awesome. That's a that's a win. If any pastor or leader is listening to this podcast, you know how amazing that is when people get into a deeper level of Responsibility and a deeper level of commitment. That's a really good thing. But when you're dating different churches constantly, you're not just looking for a church, you're just dating different churches because of the novelty. You're not going to experience any responsibility because, first of all, no one will give you that responsibility. And second of all, when a person has a responsibility, the things that they're responsible for, they grow spiritually. And so if all you're doing is you're feeding yourself, you're going to become spiritually obese. You're not going to be able to give back. Number five, there is something miraculous in the monotonous. I say this to my church all the time. If you want to produce fruit, you must stay put. If you want to produce fruit, you must stay put put. This is a line that you can absolutely tweet or put as your Facebook status. If you want to produce fruit, you must stay put. And this goes for many relationships you have in your life, not just a church relationship. The same can be said of a marriage. I believe that if you want to stay married, you need to continue to To work on the marriage. It needs to be something that you are committed to. It's a covenant, not a contract. And so there's something miraculous that happens in the monotonous day-to-day life. And the culture that we are living in is everything but committed. It is everything but rooted. What do I mean by that? Just think of social media as much of a fan of my, as I am of social media. We have a Snapchat that literally disappears in 8 or 9 seconds after you take the snap. We have Periscope, which is an amazing medium to communicate with people, but even the broadcasts there disappear after 24 or 48 hours. So the point is that our entire culture is poised at the temporary. And we as Christians, we as followers of Jesus, need to crave the permanent or the the, the, the being committed. And I preached a sermon at my church recently and I called it the power of pattern. You can find that on the podcast as well. There's a great power in doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Think of great athletes. Think of people that practice their craft or their talent. They're doing it over and over again. They're waking up at five in the morning. They're practicing the same routines. They're practicing the same shots. They're practicing in the same pool, swimming the same laps. Practice, practice, practice. And often it's not exciting. It's not out of this world. It's not a mountaintop experience. But yet there's some fruit and much fruit that is to be had out of the monotonous Commitments in our life, and therefore, I believe that if you want to see great spiritual fruit, if you want to grow yourself spiritually, if you want to become more like Christ, one of the quickest and surefire wares, surefire ways to do this is stay connected to Christ and stay connected to a local church. Number six, there is a great need for you because others. Depend on you. So, when you're part of a local church, other people depend on you. The church will not go on without you being there because you're such an integral part of it. And so, I believe that small churches as well as larger churches have opportunities for you to get involved. I believe that some people just choose not to get involved because it's easier not to get involved. And so, I want to offer today a word of encouragement for those people that feel like they're, they're not able to get connected. Connect to a pastor, connect to a leader, whether it's a small church or a large church. And what happens is when you begin to realize that other people depend on you, when you are a committed member of one church, the dependence that other people have on you becomes not a burden to carry but a task to excitedly embrace. And so if you're the type of person that cannot sit still, if you're the type of person that God has called to do things that are greater and bigger, get connected to one local church and just pour your heart out into that. And I believe that there's a great blessing to be had in that. Number seven, last but not least, The seventh reason why you need to stop dating different churches is that if you are dating different churches, there is a disservice that's being done to both churches. How does that happen? Well, the large church I know wants you to get involved, wants you to plug in, wants you to commit, but you choose not to. The smaller church wants you to get involved, but you choose not to. So in a way, What you're doing is demonstrating an example to other people that it's okay to do that. So if you want to share your faith, if you want to be a evangelistic Christian, if you want to be a faithful follower of Jesus and you wanted to share your faith, when people see that you're going to one service in the morning at this church, another service in the afternoon at this church and another service in in the evening at another church, that's demonstrating that you're not really thinking that any of those things are important. And if all of that is important, nothing is important. And I believe that there's a great myth that goes on about pastors. And I want to dispel that myth. And so the number one thing that I've heard about why people go to a church on Sunday, they go to a large mega church, but they choose to find authentic community in smaller churches is they say, you know what? I love the service. I love the sermon. I love the worship experience. I love the kids programs, but the pastors seem too distant. The pastors seem like they're so inaccessible. Honestly, pastors are not as inaccessible as people say that they are. Most pastors, all they want to do is talk to people they want to connect with people. And I personally have been in larger churches. I've been in smaller churches. And every time I've been in a larger church, I would say 100% of the time, at the end of a sermon, at the end of a message, there's always a call for people to get involved. There's a call for people to get involved into a community group. And the larger churches have more pastors. And so what happens usually at larger churches is people say, hey, if you want to talk to a pastor, we have a bunch of them that are just standing here waiting to be to to provide to provide help. And so I don't actually think that it's more difficult to be involved in a larger church. Neither do I necessarily think it's easier to get involved in a smaller church. There's different case scenarios for each environment. And I believe that it falls back on the responsibility of the believer. And so Contrary to popular belief, pastors are not busy for people. They're not. For me personally, I respond to every Facebook message I get, every tweet I get, every comment on Instagram that I get. Um, If people call me or text me during the week, I always pick up and at least I text message back and we meet up because I'd I'd rather have face-to-face interactions. And I do that constantly, not because I'm awesome, well, if you think I am awesome, then thank you so much, but just because I love to be with people. And I know that large churches and pastors in large churches also love to be with people. And so this is, there are seven reasons why I believe that you need to stop dating different churches because there's a disconnect with actual community, there's a lack of respect for the hosts, there's no accountability, there's a lack of responsibility, there's something miraculous and a monotonous, there's a great need for you because others depend on you, and there is a disservice being done to both churches. So what, you sh- what should you do? What is the takeaway from the podcast today? Well, here's what I would say. First, find one local church. Find a church in your area that you resonate with the pastor, the preaching, so that it can fit your style, that it can fit the gospel message, or that the gospel message is preached from there. And then it's a Bible-believing, Jesus-loving church. Once you do that, commit to that church. Stick to it. Be there. Be present. There's power in pattern. There's a great thing to be had in longevity. There's a reason why Jesus spent so much time with 12 disciples. That was his goal to disciple them, to be with the same people over and over and over and over and over again. And that's a good thing. There's a blessing to be had. Uh, Jesus himself said that he is the vine. We are the branches and apart from him, we can do nothing. There's a Power in connectedness. And so when we're connected to Christ and when we're connected to a local church, we will bear much fruit. That is a guarantee that Jesus has given us. And ultimately, it's an opportunity for us to express the gospel to the people in our life. So the more I am committed to one local body of believers, the more chances I'm going to have in demonstrating the fruit to the spirit to the people in our life the more chances i'm going to have for other people to speak into my life and the more chances i'm going to have to encourage people what a great blessing it is for me personally as i go to church every single sunday and i see the same people there and i see new people there and i see the committed people there and the people that are saying you know what i've been going to this church for a few months and i love it and i want to be committed and i want to be involved it's such a blessing it's such an encouragement and so don't ever discount the great impact you personally can have as somebody who is committed to one local church so there you have it friends this is what i wanted to share with you today on this podcast seven reasons you need to stop dating different churches i would love to hear your thoughts on this email me bogdan at bogdonkipco.com, or reach out to me on facebook twitter instagram or snapchat as we continue this conversation so please stick to one local church find the church that you love make sure that it preaches jesus as lord and king and continue to be an avid committed participant of that one local local church for the glory of jesus and for the joy of the people that you're going to get to serve there Well, that's it, friends. Thank you for listening to this 38th episode of the Fuel for Life podcast. If you enjoyed listening to it, I would love it if you could share the podcast with your friend, maybe someone who's never listened to it, email it to them, share it on their Facebook wall. And if you have not done yet, done so yet, please leave a review and a rating of the podcast on iTunes. I would absolutely enjoy it. Well, that's it for this episode of Fuel for Life. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, remember, before God will do a great work through your life, he wants to first do a great work in your life. And there is hope, and his name is Jesus.